Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, First, there was nothing. And then God said, let there be Baja. <laughs> I haven't read the book, but I guarantee that's the first line. Hello, and welcome to the Lore Boys, the number one fake history podcast where our master's will is done. Uh, my name's James Miller, and today, who's here today? Who, who do we got? You are not prepared for Ethan Palmer, co-host, Chardonnay. <laughs> I, did I get uh, it right? Did I get the expansion right? That, that, I think that's Illidan. Uh, I, I think that's the TBC expansion, but not I, thought, I think so, too. Yeah. And uh, I can't. I'm one of the Peter O'Donoghue, one of the screaming ice skeletons from the <laughs> from the trailer. Discord was like, "That is not a sound that we want to let through." Peter, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> cocked, he cocked his head back and screamed, and Discord's yeah. like, "Nope." Like a bat, like a bat stuck in your window between the pane and the uh, screen. We're all familiar like with that. O- opening yeah. opening his mouth to noises. Well, we will be talking about bat-like creatures. Uh, definitely pain will be a part of what we talk about today, too. Yeah, like panes of glass and uh, things like that? Well, maybe not that. But, okay. Uh, so, I don't know of another one. I'm excited whatever. to find out what, then. Yeah. Do yeah. we have any <laughs> uh, new patrons there, I, folks? I think I saw a couple emails coming this week. Yeah, we, we have uh, some thank yous to give out. Uh, thanks to new patrons Hunter Bishop and uh, Terry Gill. Uh, thanks so much for supporting the show, you guys. It means the world. I love and... your movie Brazil, by the way, Terry Gill. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I don't get I don't get the joke, but I do too. Uh, I didn't know I didn't know a, a, a cinematographer had followed us on Patreon. Uh, <laughs> also, thanks to Forshi. Uh, thanks as always, man, for upping your pledge, and then Terry for also uh, a new pledge. Uh, pledge. Our, our boy, boy Prime in Australia. Yeah. He uh, I have him on Instagram. I think he got a new car. He was like taking pictures of this hot red BTO, I think it's, it is, and okay. it looks awesome. It's got like hundred hundred thousand kilometers on it. He's probably uh, out driving in the in the outback, just doing crazy. Yeah, shit. doing donuts in the desert or wherever the yeah. fuck he lives. <laughs> uh, very cool, very cool, Terry. Or yeah. boy Prime, uh, as always. So uh, shout out to him. Yep. As always and forever. Yep. Um. So yeah, this is a request from longtime supporter Jesserful. Server Booster Magnus the Pink, uh, regular old listener Coughing Cat, and I even found Ethan said more wow lore please in the lore mm-hmm. requests. I want I I as the resident multi-parter in the on the cast, uh, I always for the same reason I do multi-parters in my own episodes because like a little taste of the lore is never enough when I know there's more of it. Uh, is the same reason why I'm like to you guys, like, yeah, do more WoW, do more BattleTech, because it's like I know there's more out there. I want, I want to learn more. I'm already, yeah. I'm already invested in the in the universe, you know. So, yeah. Ethan's request is for the is Ethan's currently the guy requesting more Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess like mantle. 
experience-wise, I know Pete played, like, at a friend's place uh, a long time ago. You don't have, like, Warcraft experience, but you have World of Warcraft experience, right? A little bit? Yeah, I, I played uh, I, I played WoW on a free server in high school. Nice. I've, I've never played retail. Like, I've never played legit WoW. I played a Dwarf Paladin at my buddy Logan's place. Uh, yeah, in, in high school or maybe even in elementary school because I guess it came out in 2000. Like, I played vanilla on private servers. Right. And Ethan yeah. played every expansion up until Shadowlands, if I remember right. Yeah, I played original WoW. Like, I, I played the original vanilla for, like, a week before Burning Crusade. So I never really played original, but then I got to 70, like, maybe two months before Lich King. Uh, and then for you and me both, I mean, Lich King is where we we played the most back in the day and where I, I think I sank the most time was probably into Lich King. Lich King's awesome. Uh, it's about to come out, like the classic version, re-releasing uh, at the end of the month. Um, I think it, it may share the due date with Ethan's baby. Uh, <laughs> so both Ethan and I will be very busy in the coming month. Yeah, yeah. Arianne, Arianne, wait, no, reason. not yet. <laughs> I like that we're finally throwing a bone to Magnus the Pink. He's got his Bernie Sanders meme unlocked, but I'm glad he's finally getting one in there. Yep. It's not Canadian It's not Canadian lore, but... Yep. No. Mainly because that's not lore. That's just history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my experience with WoW, uh, if you listen to the last episodes, I got in at Wrath, and then I kind of played pretty casually. Like, I never really raided, or I did some, like, Battlegrounds, but never Arena. I played very casually. Like, I would always play, like, a month and a half, get really into it, and just forget about it, uh, until Classic WoW, where it consumed my life. Uh, yeah, Jamie got sweaty with Classic. I got really yeah. sweaty. Um, the beginning of the Burning Crusade... I was in like the top, like very, like the top 0.02% or the 0.2% of Shadow Priests. Um, so I was like in the top 10, I was fighting for those like top parses and getting really sweaty, like telling my shaman when I need the like lusts and stuff like that, or like making sure that we get the lusts and being in the right groups. And um, Lust being a shaman spell called Bloodlust, not yeah. just Lust, that has a very okay. long cooldown, but increases your cast speed i think yeah it's like a haste thing um and in tbc it's like completely busted because they don't um now like from wrath onwards you can only use one per fight but in theory you could like double lust and do stuff crazy stuff in tbc plus there's like a leather working thing called drums of battle which also included haste so you have to make sure you have drums in your group um you want to have certain buffs because it scales really well with shadow priest and stuff but it was really really fun uh, i went super sweaty fell off in like the second half of TBC, like after the first phase pretty much. And um, there's still some raids I haven't done in TBC, but I'm coming back for Wrath. Uh, yeah. It's really fun because all my old guildies, like we're in a, a new Discord server together and all these people who I developed like really strong connections with during COVID, uh, we're all back together and uh, hanging out and chat and stuff. It's fun. So um, since we already covered the fall of Arthas in a two-parter back in 2019, um, even though Wrath of the Lich King, uh, the big bad at the end of this is Arthas. Uh, you can find out all about that big bad if you go back and listen. Um, like, do you guys remember broad strokes what happened in those two episodes? His horse yeah. jumped a ditch and died. Yep. He broke its legs. Uh, he, he spent too much fighting and not enough time paladining, so he couldn't 
uh, you couldn't heal it, so he like just like laid and died in its arms tonight. It's a died in your yeah. arms, <laughs> <laughs> and he laid with his horse. Yeah, yeah. I remember he was like an um, he was like an ambitious knight of maybe royal blood or something like that, and then like but ended up very much falling onto the like at any cost to stop the spread of some kind of curse or virus or whatever, where he ended virus. up just like. Yeah, it was like it was, yeah, it was the like of, the calling of Stratholm. Yeah, he slaughtered the, everyone the there because they had infected bread that turned him into zombies or something like that. He when killed everybody. Yeah, paladins canonically have a cleanse spell, uh, and it's said that they're immune to the disease too. So he could have okay. just like one by one went and healed them, but he's like, no, like this is going to spread too quick. I'm going to kill too everyone. much time. Yeah, and it yeah. is. His mentor's like, you've crossed a terrible tr threshold, Arthas. And that's Although like, it's yeah. it's so funny, because we recorded that episode in 2019, right? Yeah, and I know. now being, being on the other side of a global pandemic, where it's like, oh, if he had just told people to weather at home until the guy with the magic the magic dose came by and, <laughs> and just made it safe for them to go out again, everyone would be fine. But we know now that nobody would have sheltered at home and people would have been railing against him and calling him a monster anyway. So. I took a shower before the podcast and had the exact <laughs> same thought. I was in there and was like rethinking, like, okay, what was the whole art this story again? I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, in the context of, the, of COVID. Like, yeah, okay, maybe yeah, what yeah. he did... Uh, Maybe it wouldn't, needed... worked. it wouldn't have worked a good way to do it. <laughs> no, if, if he had just been like, hey guys, don't eat the bread, there would have been immediately some guy who was like, fuck you! And eat, yeah. like, eat, eat so, much, so bread, much bread, he like threw up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fauci should have went through every city and killed everyone with a hammer. That's what yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CDC Classic comes out next week. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, so yeah, then that leads him down a terrible path. He goes, uh, Keltuzad tells him to go up to Northrend. He goes to Northrend. His people want to go back. He's like, no, I don't want to go back. So he gets a bunch of cell swords to burn his own ships. So they're stranded in Northrend. Right, um, right. Then he and finds... he's being called there by like Frostmourne or? Uh, Keltuzad shows up at the calling of the Stratholm and he's like, you got to go north. Uh, this is where it's all coming from is from Northrend. So okay. to get right. to the, get to the bottom of it, he goes up there. Um, then uh, he does find Frostmourne after burning all his own ships, um, and he Frostmourne like, being his sword. Fro yeah, the the big runic blade that is really iconic of Death Knights. Like every Death Knight does get a runic blade, and you get to uh, actually build it yourself. You take a piece of metal, you bring it to the forge. Uh, this is the start of every Death Knight if you make a Death Knight in game, and then you yeah. bring it and you add the runes to it, and you get to talk to the Lich King himself. Uh, yeah, and like yeah. in so there's professions in WoW like leatherworking to get your your leather bongo drums to make uh, priests go faster and stuff. You get your uh, and djembe. and <laughs> the new the new profession with Lich King was inscription, right? That's Which inscription. is like rune carving, isn't it? Yeah, which is you add glyphs. Uh, my Ret Paladin right now, I just got a glyph that makes exorcism do 10% more damage. Yeah. I, for the uninformed, what does Ret Paladin mean? Uh, Retribution. Retri Retribution Paladin, it's, which is the okay. DPS class of a It's paladin. a skill tree. Yeah. Okay. Like, you, every class has three skill trees they can choose from. They're, like, Paladin has Retribution, Holy. Protection, Holy, and protection. Yeah. and protection. Okay, yeah. Which is, like, DPS, uh, Healing, and Tank. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, like, not that I think anybody's listening to the show with their grandparents and needs to, like, have us explain what a Bimeo Bame is, but, no. like, what the fuck is a Ret Palace? Please do that, because I spend yeah. so much time talking with my friends who know 
all about this and like they know the shorthand so yeah catch me if i do that thank you yeah i remember one time we were at a party at ethan's old old place with like yeah. his roommate who is like who is like a, a lifer degen and you guys were speaking a foreign language like, yeah <laughs> yeah just yeah. abbreviations i remember talking to ethan and one like pulling this on like what are Jared and Jamie even fucking talking? Like honestly, they lost. They lost. Yeah, I haven't played this much. Well. Jamie is definitely the real gamer in this group because the exact same thing happened after uh, or at Boycon at uh, McKibben's, where my friend Jason came by, yeah. and Jamie and Jason were talking about Diablo Two because they're both really sweaty into Diablo Two. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. and same thing. It's just like, and I've played a fair amount of Diablo Two, but it gets to a point where I'm like, I don't know. Say it anymore. <laughs> a thousand hours just isn't enough to keep up, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I- that's it. They're, they're great games, and you, you can get lost in these whole communities. Yeah, and yeah, for it, sure. It's yeah. a ton of fun. Um, so yeah, and then Arthas gets Shadowmorn, uh, which it, or Frostmorn. It's just kills kills Uther. Uh, he kills Uther. He kills his own father. He resurrects his horse. Uh, he starts a war on Stormwind or on uh, right. No, not what Undercity was before Undercity, because Undercity oh. becomes that undead place because um arthas goes because of arthas yeah uh i'll i'll look it up don't worry about lordaeron lordaeron that's right he because he was going to be the he was the prince of lordaeron he was going to be the future king and uh right went and ruined everything uh then he goes back up north uh he destroys the crown or not the crown uh the the throne the frozen throne which is the third warcraft uh expansion not world of warcraft just but Warcraft. Vanilla Warcraft, Warcraft 3, Frozen Throne. Yep. And when he destroys the throne, uh, he merges with the Lich King to fully become the Ner- Lich King, who was Ner'zhul. So we're going to talk about the Lich King a bit today. Most of it is going to be Ner'zhul until I mention now it's Arthas kind of thing. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be talking about the Death Knights, which is the new class. Uh, if you're coming back to the game or new to the game, it's a fantastic option to like get to the end game with your friends faster because yeah. they're super strong. Uh, they're like in actual Wrath of the Lich King when Ethan and I played, they were like legitimately broken. Uh, blood, yeah, super strong. Yeah, like I played a blood. I played a blood DK. Yeah, it, like I I had played my hunter right up to at TBC. Then I switched to yeah. as soon as Lich King came out, I like started because you start at fifty five. You don't start at level one. Yeah, you start at level fifty-five. It's, it's the first hero class they call it, and hero class in war in Warcraft was like these bigger units that had special abilities. And now in World of Warcraft, they added the first hero class, which just means you start at fifty-five instead of level one. But oh, level one. less grind. You can get into the get into yeah, the yeah. Okay, exactly. Like you yeah. start off like in like, and especially for me who had never like who hadn't spent that much time in TBC, just because like I had just leveled to seventy or whatever. Uh, so getting to go through those same zones again, like, was much easier. Uh, but Blood Death Knights, like, you, I just never died. Like, you could just you feel just... so much from just dropping, like, these area of attack, area of effect spells and just, like, yeah. you just soak up all this health and it was super easy. They're, they do, they heal by doing damage. Uh, so they had some of the highest damage in the game. They were tanky, so they could play the tank role. And they also acted Played as armor. their own healer. Uh, so there is five man dungeons that blood DKs could solo on release, uh, because they were just so broken. They're, the, the Wrath of Lich King that we're going to get is not that broken, but they're still crazy strong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there used to be rules, like you can only have one per account per server. So, uh, if you're paying for one subscription, you couldn't just make like 18 death knights, run them through the thing. And basically like probably to dissuade bots. 
because if you're uh, botting and like farming resources, if you could start that much closer to end game, start it just, at 55 makes a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes it easier for bots, especially when they could solo everything. Um, then they changed it to be like, well, you have to level to 55 first, and then you can make uh, as many death knights as you want because you already did the grind to 55, right? Okay. Um, now I think you might still need a level 55 in classic to make one, but I'm really not sure. If you buy Wrath of the Lich King, like, now you can get with, like, a, a boosted pack anyways. I think you get one free boost anyways, so uh, it's pretty much null. You'll, you can get a Death Knight right away. But, uh, one cool decision they made before that they didn't actually follow through with on release of La Wrath of the Lich King, which I think it would have been very, very cool, is you used to have to, well, their idea was that you would have to give up a level 55 character and sacrifice them to become a Death Knight. Oh, that would have oh, been cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the mech the soldiers in XCOM you were talking about a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah exactly. It it's like RP. Like it would have been really cool, but they, I don't know if they found that like people weren't willing to do that after leveling their character that long, or if they wanted to just this class to be more popular. Like how many people are going to level to fifty five and like actually make this transition? Um, I'm not sure, but. Uh, they didn't end up I going think, through that, but I think plenty of people would have done it, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, uh, even the the opening quote, like when you start, is like uh, I don't have it with me, but it, whenever you create a character, they always give you like this little cutscene, and they give you like an explanation, like the blood elves were used to be normal elves until the Lich King came and corrupted the Sunwell. Now they're corrupt and all this, whatever. And they give you the That's little. Like Lore one of the memories i have is just it's like the swoop in with the very janky like key yeah. animated or the keyframe animation swooping camera like the stoic dwarves of iron forge yeah. and yeah. then that's it i don't remember anything after that exactly <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh yeah in, in retail you can just make as many uh of these knights as you want now because so many people are so far in the game uh retail versus classic for the uninformed retail is like the normal world of Warcraft that started in 2004 and progressed all the way till now. Uh, Classic is the re-release of uh, each expansion, starting with vanilla TBC and now going into Wrath of the Lich King. Um, and with very little changes. There have been more changes as we've gone on, because at first the, the slogan was hashtag no changes. Then we played vanilla World of Warcraft and we're like, okay, well, maybe a few changes. Uh, <laughs> this kind of sucks. Uh, so in TPC, they they implemented a few changes, which most people are happy with. Now they're taking away rate or dungeon finder, which is the biggest gripe with the community right now, because they're using the retail version, which lets you choose your party members, which just basically encourages elitism, like the people who only take really just cannot stay on track for like. And they're they're so like, hey, one good step forward, two bad steps backwards yeah. like there's there's it's crazy it's crazy yeah it, it was so nice because in wrath of the lich king you could press a button you could say hey i'm this role uh, i want to do either a random dungeon or this dungeon specifically press it continue questing whenever it's ready they find all the roles boom you're in the instance now you have to like sign up choose your role someone actually has to select you so if you're not a desirable class or race then you might not get chosen uh if your gear score isn't high enough then you might like never get into a raid to make your gear score higher. Um, it's just uh, these people who've played the game forever, uh, unfortunately, kind of figured since it is their whole life and they're good at the game, then this must like 
they have to then they're better than everyone else you know because it is their whole life and I, I don't know the elitism in wow is really really bad and if you're one of those people just play the game for fun it's a lot better that way <laughs> uh, anyways yeah so the like we kind of talked about the three different specializations like for wow uh every character has three specs uh, usually it's like a dps healing and tank if that's viable sometimes like a warrior you have a tank and then one is like tank slash dps another one's dps uh, mages are just like straight dps three different trees frost fire and arcane uh, priests you get one dps two healing uh, when it comes to death knights um, there's one that's mainly for tanking which is blood um, unholy is for sure um, dps and then frost can do tanking or dps so yeah. Blood is like large, slow attacks that maximize the utilization of each rune, which is like your mana, sort of. Um, unholy is like strength of pets uh, and diseases, uh, resurrecting things. Think damn in front of your parents. Yeah. Yeah. Great <laughs> yeah. cousin. Yeah, I said damn in front of my parents, and now I'm already level 55. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Frost is like a flurry of quick attacks with a rotation that just like, you always have to be pressing a different button depending on what proc you get. Proc being uh, a special process, which you talked about in the Corrupted Blood episode. Um, so sometimes you have like an item or an ability that says your next X spell costs zero runes, let's say. So when that procs, you want to press that button as soon as possible because then your next attack will have another chance to proc, right? So you don't want to waste your procs. The sooner you press your procs, the higher your DPS will be. So um, okay. just like Frost can be really dynamic where you're always having to kind of keep track of uh, what situation you're currently in and make an on-the-fly decision of which button to press. Yeah. But... And proc is like a gamer term generally because I know like e yeah. e even me, the caveman of the podcast, knows what a proc <laughs> is from like, like you, you, you proc buffs in... In Warframe, which I've been right. replaying recently. Right? Right. Like, yeah. I've been 5% chance to poison the target. Oh, I got a poison. They procced, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or or even when I was playing uh, um, Fallout 4, when I was playing the DLC a couple a couple weeks ago, like Fire, or like uh, the critical hit that turns people to ash is a proc, too. Yep, yeah. And I think we, yeah, we figured out it, it means special process, and it came from some game way back when. Uh, it might even... I mean, in the same way that, like, bug came from, I think, like, card-fed computers the size of warehouses when, like, actual bugs were jammed between parts, <laughs> right? An actual moth, yeah. Yeah. Flew yeah. <laughs> into one of the computers. And I don't even know if it came from WoW, but, like, so much of WoW talk ends up being in other things, like, uh... Heck. like Like, Keck, yeah, that's the... Whenever yeah. a Horde player says LOL, an Alliance player receives that as Keck because it's a different yeah. language. Um, Prop Keck, dude. Yeah, a uh, bunch of stuff, too. Um, but anyways, the Death Knights can do some pretty neat things. They can walk on water and enable their whole party to do so, even while mounted. So imagine a 40-man team running on the water at you on horses. That's cool. a very cool image to conjure in my head of, like, all the wacky mounts and WoW that at least I remember from 2007 and yep. whatever crazy shit there is now, like, galloping across a lake, like, led by some crazy man in blue armor. I'm like, yeah, I can see why people <laughs> might be into that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, death grips is something they do. It's a very or death grip, I should say. Death grips is a. Yeah, I was gonna say sick, dude. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> death grips is a blue item out of Stratholme that reduces disarm by fifty percent of the time. Okay. And I know that because I've played way too much WoW. Uh, but uh, death grip is a spell that it's a very annoying spell to deal with in PvP because they can pull a character to it's, themselves. It's a yoink. You yoink yeah. somebody. 
You want to come right to you. It's like a oh, blitz. It's your get over here. Yeah, it's a get over here. You would not believe how many people have a macro set up so that they yell get over here when they use that spell. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're not original, if, Peter. If, if, if a normie like me thought, thought of it, I can, <laughs> I, I, I can, I, it's an unimaginable number. I think it's everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete would play a hunter named XXX underscore Legolas underscore XXX. Yeah, yeah, of course, you know it. <laughs> You know what that other thing is? Because we talked about it on the bonus episode. Subscribe to Patreon.com to get an extra half hour-ish, sometimes 40 minutes. Um, the Lord of the Rings Online is still up and running. Yeah. I know a guy and who plays it. And it's free. And I was just like, <laughs> I, got, I got the hunger. Maybe Jamie and I, if we could organize our shit, maybe Jamie and I could stream it for Extra Life or some yeah. shit in two months, right? Like, I'd we're both try that crap. I'd try it. The only thing I'd warn you, dude, is try, just try and keep up. Because I'm going to the end game before playing an MMO. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, um, I, I don't know if you know what you're getting yourself in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Me, uh, what's bots? And then Jamie's has like 17 hours into the game. Yeah, yeah you might you might need to take a girlfriend. Uh, take a girlfriend. Take a, a vacation from you. I see. Uh, so imagine, like, you're at the top of a tower trying to capture it for your team, and you peek your, like, little, like, armored head of over the side of the tower, and, uh, a DK's looking at you, they can just, like, pull you from the top of the tower to the ground, and all their friends jump on you and kill you. Yeah. Uh, they're very and, annoying. And it, in and it interrupts casting. Yeah, and if you're Blood Knight, it also does a taunt, uh, in PvE. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very annoying. Um, so, or, like, say your team is, like, Alterac Valley, this is one of the PvP battlegrounds, and the end goal is to basically, like, kill the king of the other faction, right? But they have a bunch of, like, PvE monsters around them in the throne room. So Death Knight can just hang out in the throne room, and while your group is, like, kind of grouping up to get ready to pull the final boss, um, you can make them prematurely pull by using Death Grip, pulling someone into the throne room, all the monsters come after you, and then run out onto the front of outside the throne room and kill your entire team uh, so they're very annoying like it, just one small mistake can really turn the tide of battle and it changed the way pvp feels um that and like just by making a premature pull happen and a wipe happen it just makes your team gives that much more time to get ready and get the w on your side and uh death knights don't use mana rage or combo points like um the previous classes in the game they use runes and runic power so you start a fight with six runes, you use them for your spells. Using runes also generates runic power, and then the runic power also feeds in to generate more runes. So you're just constantly balancing these two uh, resources and making sure that you're not running out too much of one or the other so you can't press your buttons anymore. Yeah. Uh, they've been around in Warcraft. So um, Warcraft, like the RTS way back when. Not the world, though. Exactly. And they were an enemy at first, and then they were a playable hero class, thanks to our boy Arthas. Uh, see the previous episodes if you want to <laughs> see how uh, he became a Death Knight. Um, but uh, Death Knight in Wrath of the Lich King era, I sent a photo earlier. It's just like a dude in blue armor. He's kind of usually got like blue-looking spells. D looks very much like he's from a Winterland. Uh, he, oh, Winter Wonderland. Yeah, very heavy plate armor. Uh, so they can look like that first picture, or they can look like uh, that second picture because you could be any race. So you can also be a little tiny gnome with glowing eyes and tiny little armor. 
Yeah, it's all like dark purple. Like there's fur lining, so there's like fur poking out of the cuffs and the joints and whatnot. Like big tusks on the helmet, tusks on the pauldrons. Yep. Tusks as far as the eye can see, really. Yep. And then Pretty blue, much. like icy gems. And what honestly in the chest it looks like a like a wood stove, but it's blue instead of red. Right. And there's lots of like skulls kind of like pattern on the armor, usually on the chest and belt. Um Oh, their blades are long and runic. Like I said, like the first um, when you make a death knight, you start off in a special instance zone, and you get to meet the lich king face to face. Which is, I did it just to start the like opening zone, and it's a really cool feeling to like see the lich king not on his throne where you have to fight him and you're talking to him and he's on your side kind of thing. And uh, does he say something yeah. cheesy? Uh, he does, and I have a quote later that exactly what he says. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll say it later, but... Uh, yeah, I, I guess for Pete, because he can see it more than the listeners at home, but, like, this armor is, like, the starting Death death Knight armor. So this is, like, the, oh. this is your most basic Death Knight. You don't have to yeah. you don't have to work for this. You get it by the time you're level whatever. It's very elaborate. I don't know yeah, what kind of thing is wearing this uh, armor. It's got it's three fingers. Okay, I was going to say, is it one of the cowmen? Yeah, it's a cowman. Orcs are like uh, the ones that you would see a lot too, because uh, orcs uh, orcs on horde side are like the optimal for the sweats, and um, because of one of their racials, <laughs> <laughs> one of the racials that gives you like one percent attack power or something like that that's that stacks up or something. I, I don't know exactly. I haven't played it, but and I know the human one gets a free. Uh, pvp trinket as a rachel basically which you can get out of a stun you can get out of a movement effect uh which yeah. is really good torn has an aoe stun i think yeah. around him war stomp war stomp yeah belfs have a, an aoe silence which yeah. i played a blood i played a blood elf death knight i played my death let me pull it up i think they get specific ones as um as like um death knights yeah, there's like. My... Oh, there's like specific racial. Yeah, they did this for, for priests and classic, and then removed them for Wrath of the Lich King. But uh, like, there's scent of blood. Heart... Oh wait, no, are these just the spells. Anyways, not that important. We, we could get no. into that. Uh, I'm looking at it now, and it looks like it's. No, we're cheap. gonna sh we're gonna shift away from lore boys. We're just gonna be like the meta build boys for <laughs> for this episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you're wondering, if you want a death knight and you want to know what's optimal, I just know from friends. Go orc on horde side human on. Yeah, uh, dude. What's uh, optimal for the sweats? Because that is yeah. uh, absolutely something. <laughs> God, I wish it was easier on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, so death knights were actually not always like this. Uh, the ones that you mentioned too, like the starting armor, you start off uh, with an uncommon set. So that's like the gray. That's like the one above common or like the white, I guess. And yeah. then you get yeah, uh, it's gray, white, yeah. and then green, right? Oh yeah, no, okay. green is uncommon. Sorry, white. Gray white is, is common. Yeah. Gray is trash. Gray is trash. White is common. Green is uncommon. So you start off with all greens. By the time you finish the starting zone, you leave with all blues. And then you're able to Ooh. head off to Outlands to start your TPC adventure. And then level through TPC. And then you start Wrath of the Lich King in uh, Northrend eventually. But these are like death. These are like the third iterations of Death Knights. These are like Arthas's Death Knights, the ones that we see in game. The first Death Knights were created long ago by Gul'dan, not the Lich King. Okay. Yeah. So way back. Gul'dan sounds that's a name that I know. He's yeah. he's the bad guy in the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, and we even have uh, a, a quick lore aside about Gul'dan too. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So way back when in the first war. So if you've watched the movie, you have a general idea of how the first war went. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry to be the normie on this episode for this one, where it's just like I do. I know who Gul'dan is from my Netflix subscription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, first war in a nutshell. Orcish Horde takes over all of their home planet of Draenor. Um, they got no one left to fight, uh, so they're kind of fighting amongst themselves. And uh, these orcs have red skin, not green skin, like we see in the game. Uh, Gul'dan is one of these orcs. Uh, he's a weak little shaman. He's a, Do we he's a... have an episode about the guy who made the orcs green? Uh, I'm talking about him now. Too much, too much oh. Mountain Dew, dude. I'm talking about Okay, right, of course. Yeah, so Gul'dan... He cast, he cast Baja Blast on all the yeah, orcs. Yeah, McTheridon <laughs> cast Baja Blast <laughs> on the red orcs. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Gul'dan actually starts off as like a little bitch boy. He's a weak orc shaman. And in the orc tribes, like if, you're not, if you don't have power, you don't have nothing. People don't respect He finds you. a demon named Jordan Peterson who makes all the Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> so picture um, this little, um, like, hunched over orc shaman. He's not very strong. And his whole tribe, he's just in the middle of his whole tribe. just like, kicking him, beating the shit out of him uh, for being so weak. Um, and so he's like, he goes online and he wants to see how to become a man. Uh, and so he yeah. goes. He goes to. Uh oh! <laughs> I mean, like twelve simple rules. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He he, go he googles how to be a man and dooms his entire race. Like, okay, yeah, that tracks. Like, <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> now he goes to the throne of elements. So as a shaman, this is like your kind of like your holy ground. This is where all the elements kind of converge. Um, and he's like, I'm weak. Throne of the elements, please help me. Like, I want to be a better orc. Um, what do I? Yeah. He goes and he actually like reads up on how to be nice to women and stuff, and yeah. uh, and he, he's trying to do the good thing right now. It's, okay. it's, li okay. it's he's literally like the the oh I'm you know I'm like a great shaman you know I'm like I'm a great ear sympathetic ear to listen to you know I can <laughs> yeah. give good advice blah 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 but all the chicks just want to date swole swole guy Chad Thrall over there <laughs> just because he's a shaman but he's also buff it's like such bullshit dude. Yeah. Or probably Honestly, it doesn't take that much to be a shaman and probably also buff. I think yeah. Thrall probably just like whatever does his like CrossFit with a big boulder or whatever kind of technology it would have been that they have. Thrall's dad at this point. It would have been a Duratan. Okay. Yeah. All right, Duratan. Thrall, Duratan. Yeah. Okay. Thrall's not okay. born yet. No, Thrall. Yeah, Thrall is 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 born in the movie, right? He's like the main character or something. He's yeah. born around the time where the orcs start coming to Azeroth. So we're not yeah, there he's yet. He's orc Moses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do the whole like yeah, a baby in the basket down the river thing. Yeah, 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 yeah everything. Yeah. yeah, um, but yeah, so Gul'dan's like, why, why do like Duratan and not me? Throne of the Elements and Throne of the Elements yeah. is like, you are a little bitch, and they turn away from him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> your, your your room's an absolute mess. Okay, you're, you're never you're never gonna. You're never gonna get the respect of the elements with a room like that, all right? Yeah. Uh, oh shit! What rules, you sons of elements? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I was having too much fun and I got kicked out of the game. Oh no! Uh, oh, I hit the queue! I hit the queue for fuck's sake! Seven thousand people, dude! <laughs> Seven thousand people! I almost mentioned it before the time we talked about it, whether it was on the bonus or whether it was during this episode. But I was almost like, I can't wait for the inevitable 
recorded reaction of you forgetting to move in World of Warcraft. <laughs> it happened in Classic, I knew too. It, was gonna happen. it happened in Classic, too. I remember it happened in Classic. Oh, yeah. 139 minutes. Okay, we've got a long episode ahead of us, guys, because yeah, I'm not okay, stopping until I'm in. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. Am I stuck here now, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, if I can't if I can't play my video games whenever this is done, you guys can't either. <laughs> I gotta clean my fucking aquarium. Uh, You're, uh, uh, wait, there's no audio now, Jamie. You didn't that back. So, Jamie got so mad he disconnected himself from the from the metaverse. Jamie's unplugged from it all. Yeah, he's returning to nature. Oh my god, he's he can clearly grass. hear us too, which is the yeah, best part. We can see, we can, for the listeners at home, we can see him, but he's broken his mic at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pick it up your headset mic for some reason. Jamie, I was trying to keep our spirits light in a, in a difficult time, okay? Oh. And also your webcam is off. Okay. Uh, we're recording. Welcome back, guys. Um, Jamie, your webcam is off. Your webcam's off I'm, now. I'm, I'm going to turn it on. It's, it's movie all, magic. They can't see all us. The, all the difficulty with this guy. Huh? Jamie, Jamie gets kicked out of the WoW queue, forgets how his computer works. Oh, <laughs> it was... turns, back, turns back to monkey. Oh, my God. <laughs> so frustrating, dude. I have to, like, literally sit in queue just and, like, basically keep somebody else from playing during prime time just so I can... Uh... Oh, anyways. Back to the back to the story. Back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. We're still talking about Gul'dan, right? Right. Yes. So he got his green skin and killed Jordan Peterson. Well, he yeah, didn't get every... his green skin yet, guys. We, you're you're getting ahead because we just recorded and it didn't work. But oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're having all of the problems. Like we just went ahead two two paragraphs and they got they weren't coming through. <laughs> I wasn't coming through at first. So uh, Gul'dan. You're right. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Can yeah. I can I take a guess? He gets reached out to by a guy named Kill Jaden. Kill Jaden. Yeah. So oh, that's cool, mm-hmm. dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> this kind of sucks because you're getting ahead still. <laughs> <laughs> so Alright, I'll be quiet. I'm yeah, sorry. the throat of the elements. The throat of the elements turned him away. Um so he goes to kill Jaden, which we established is kill Jordan Peterson, but don't actually kill Jordan Peterson. Kill apostrophe yeah, or do. Jordan Peterson. Or do. Well, I'm not going to tell anyone to kill anyone on our podcast. Well, <laughs> I I, I'm not telling them to. I'm just saying I'm not telling them not to either. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so My, he's a- as a Canadian citizen, to tell somebody to... Either do or do not kill somebody, another Canadian citizen, right? That's, that's gotta be <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry, listeners, for, for this, uh, all kinds of problems over here, and it all comes down to WoW, which is what we're talking about today. It's a kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kill Jaden, uh, he does reach out to uh, Gul'dan. He's the weak little shaman that couldn't get his power from the Throne of Elements, so he goes to the dark side of the internet to kill Jaden. And mm-hmm. he starts teaching him the ways of the fell or fell magic. That's the green evil magic that you see in the world of Warcraft and Warcraft universe. Uh, okay. Very yeah. featured in the film. In the Warcraft movie, Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Green man. Yeah. So Gul'dan starts to study under uh, fell demon and he's becoming very powerful, uh, but in the worst way. He's using twisted green fell magic that feeds on life force around it. I don't know if you remember, but from they tried to open the dark portal and to open the dark portal, they had like cages full of of living people like uh, drain eye and and humans and stuff and they would suck the power out of the humans to power the i i do remember that's like a big plot point in the movie where people are being abducted and like yeah. drained of their of their spirits yeah. to, to power the 
the gate to whatever the yeah the other side kind of like in malazan yeah. too what was his name uh covered in gold he was doing that like he had mages by the end that were all like crippled and bent and Rulad Sengar, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's more the uh, saucy. Here's your Warren lore. We're just gonna give a piecemeal. <laughs> that, was, that was more because he was a servant of the crippled god who yeah. we established in some bonus episode a while ago. Week, yeah. Uh, yeah, who was like a cancer on the earth essentially. So his magic would twist his followers. Yeah. Uh, Rulad Sengar wasn't necessarily like drawing power from them. It's just like their normal like mortal bodies couldn't handle his magic, so they would end up with like tumors and growths and like deformed bones and stuff just for using yeah yeah so guldan that although he's becoming like evil he's also getting respect to the orcs because orcs can kind of respect someone who uh who could steal the life force from someone and put it into someone else oh, uh, oh nerd boy strong no yeah <laughs> the nerd movie... boy so weak before <laughs> in the movie thrall goes through the dark portal and actually doesn't survive the trip um with his mother and uh guldan steals the the life force from a deer and gives it to guldan which turns his uh or gives it to thrall thrall. which turns his skin from red to green because he's reborn through fell magic i see okay and i looked into it like the they all kind of just turned green over time it wasn't like like there there isn't like a baptism in fell goop where you become green or something it's like it's just like over time (laughs) they used enough they they didn't put on their green robes go down to the river of baja blast and like have a (laughs) have a curate read from 12 rules for life and dunk them in to turn them green (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah there was nothing and then god said let there be baja <laughs> I haven't read the book, but I guarantee that's the first line. <laughs> or, or you know what? Like when you write a book after someone dies, it's like the first page is like completely, like completely blank, except right in the middle in small font, it's like says four something. Yeah, uh, like I mean, twelve rules for life. That that first page just says four Baja Blast, right? Four Baja. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Cool. So Gul'dan had a clean room. Uh, he was going to the gym. Uh, he's taking care of himself. Uh, he was um, taking care of, of his problems at home before trying to help other people um and now his room good yeah now he's he's kind of ruining draenor he's getting real strong and stuff but they're oh, draining 11 draenor. rules for life deep now where he's starting yeah. to ruin people's lives around <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so every corrupted spell although it had a wonderful effect it corrupted the land uh so over a much longer time orcs fade from their normal red color to have light green colored skin uh, some of them, by the time they get to, um, by the time they get to Azeroth, already have green skin. Some of them are red, but by the time you actually play an orc, you can't really play a red-skinned orc. I think maybe with the Warlords of Draenor they added that option, but at this point in Wrath of Lich King, you can only play green-skinned orcs. Cause yeah, and in the Warlords of Draenor expansion, you end up going through like a time rift or something, and you yeah. visit like Draenor before it was corrupted, and so like all the orcs are orange-skinned when you go through like the this i guess in some sense the, it, the invasion of it gets retconned like so many times yeah. so like guldan right now in the current canon did make the first death knight but before it was said nerzul made the first death knight so it's okay but as of now guldan made the first one so draenor's okay. dying dying underneath them the orc needs a plan um they didn't even realize it was because of guldan's meddlings they just thought the the world was dying 
Yeah. He's like suck, sucking the life force out of the earth itself to turn people green. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he's literally, you know, that those, uh, I guess, certain personalities who are just like, no, fossil fuels aren't the problem. The millions I've made in fossil fuel investments, okay? Just ignore that. <laughs> Still doing a Jordan Peterson voice as every hundred years. Also an oil baron. <laughs> he's got a cage full of dinosaurs that he puts his hand and sucks the life force. And turns to oil in the other hand. They just, yeah. they just turn to motor oil and just like seep into the ground beneath the cage of dinosaurs. Yeah. All the ducks on the on the shore have now turned black because of all the oil on top of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the orcs turn green and the ducks turn black I mean, yeah uh, a paladin's cleanse spell is actually dawn dish soap. dawn soap dawn yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah mediv uh another player in this he's the guardian of azeroth he's super strong he, mage he's played um, by ben foster in the movie peter yeah uh he sends visions of azeroth and the plentiful resources they had to guldon so Gul'dan's like, whoa, there's this really cool thing. And then Medivh Medi is like, also, I'm going to send you a vision of the Dark Portal. Uh, this is how you make a portal. Medivh is going to make a Dark Portal in Azeroth. Gul'dan will build one in Draenor. And through Life Force, they would open them up. So I think Medivh had to do an incantation while um, Gul'dan also drained Life Forces to open this stuff up. Uh, and then the orcs would invade and march to Stormwind and try and defeat the humans was the whole plan. Okay. I but, think Google Foster as yeah. well. Oh, well, it's medieval in, in the Warcraft movie. <laughs> he was in Hell or High Water, and that movie kicks ass. That movie does kick ass. Fine. Good man. Yeah. If you know orcs, uh, they don't take much convincing to go to war. So uh, they started building construction. Like, they, they wanted to build the Dark Portal. They're like, new planet, new people to kill. We don't have to kill each other anymore. This is perfect. Yeah. Just uh, so the one rule for life of the orcs, right, is war. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, we get to go to another world and, and kill uh, kill somebody who's not us. Everybody wins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so why did Medivh turn on Azeroth as his guardian? Because Medivh is supposed to be looking out for Azeroth, so why is he sending visions to uh, Gul'dan on how to come and take over the place he's trying to save? Uh, this is like deep, deep lore from 800 years before the events of the movie. Um, okay. His mother, who is the original guardian, uh, Aegwyn, A-E-G-W-Y-N-N, she fought and seemingly defeated the titan named Sargeras. Uh, he's the, called the Dark Titan. He's like one of the oldest beings in Azeroth kind of thing. And it looks like that she beat him, but really she just weakened him severely and he cursed her child to eventually become evil. So Medivh had a seed of evil within him forever because of Sargeras, so it's not so much his fault. Big is evil in this world, you'll come to learn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that takes us... Because he goes crazy in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like that whole scene where he's doing his incantations and he's got like the green eyes, like the fell magic. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. What's his name? I do hate myself for being so fucking normie for this one. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And constantly referencing the the thing I watched on Netflix a couple years ago. But yeah. But like... There's gonna David be a lot Bowie's of folks. Dunn made that movie, and he also made Moon. He's like a good director and cared about it. Like it was just kind of honestly. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was camp- it was campy, but it was enjoyable. I thought. Yeah. If they did the death, like I feel like if they did the Arthas timeline, like it's such a captivating story. Like who really cares about the first war of on Azeroth? But like if you do the Arthas story, you get like such a pure character who goes full evil. I feel like they would have would have got more traction if they skipped to the third sequel instead of starting where they started. But yeah. anyways, but. 
That's well, if David own. Bowie's done is listening right now. Um, yeah. three, we can use our Patreon three bo- money. Yeah, three boys will watch your movie if you make yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, the artist, it, it's, it's kind of a lot like Star Wars vibes too, right? It's like uh, like Anakin or whatever. He's the guy who turns into... Uh, Darth Vader. He's Darth Vader, Vader yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, after this break, let's take a little break. Uh, we'll learn about the first iteration of the Death Knight. So how Gul'dan made these, what they were like, because they were quite different than our normal Death Knights that we know today. Uh, so we'll see you right after these messages. Bye. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, welcome back from the break, the real break, the one that we did on purpose. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The break's so, so nice, we had it twice. <laughs> that was like a super simplified first war explanation. Uh, Medivh and Gul'dan worked together to open up the gates um thrall along with like uh, i think orgrim doomhammer um rebel against guldan and guldan never really goes away though he's still a bad guy i think um even now he might be in one of the raids that is in uh retail but i don't play retail so all of you retail nerds get fucked uh, <laughs> and, t- and tell us if he's if he's in the new the new expansion please yep. crunch at us yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, so the first generation of Death Knights. So during that first war, Gul'dan had his Shadow Council, which are just shamans that he turned into warlocks. And uh, they're like the the casters of the Fell army. They're kind of all sick and twisted looking from using this uh, this this magic. But anytime okay. they would die, he they would... have re- the pallid, healthy glow of anyone who's read 12 Rules for Life, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sallow cheeks. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They got a clean room, but they're really into painkillers. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the first Death Knight ever, um, some of the real WoW nerds might recognize this guy. Uh, his name is Teron Gorefiend. Uh, he used to be a shaman, but became part of the Shadow Council once he got whatever pill it is uh, for that. He's uh, been fell-pilled. That's easy. Fell-pilled. Yeah. yeah. Green-pilled. The green-pilled, yeah. Death-pilled. Yeah. Uh, so he fell against the human's magics, but he resurrected um, to appease Orgrim De- Doomhammer. He brings up uh, the Death Knight, and this is Terran Gorefiend. Uh, you might remember him from Black Temple, because later on he does team up with Illidan Stormrage. So he is a boss in the Black Temple um, that you have to fight. Is he the first Death Knight? Is that what this is? Very first Death Knight. Okay. Back in the first war, he was resurrected. 
Uh, not many of the Death Knights still exist today after the First and Second War. Most of them were wiped out, like, of this generation of Death Knights. Uh, modern Death Knights of the Scourge, they're, like, ghoulish f fiends. They're not, like... Um, so, like, these ones that we have now wear plate armor. They all look frosty. They, they still have their mounts. Uh, they're, like, dead horses and stuff. But they're all about, like, hand-to-hand -hand combat. But these old ones were like insidious necromancers who have huge intellect and huge magical power. So they might be wearing more of like a cloth setup, but on that same horse. Yeah, okay. I, I posted a picture in the um, of Terran Gorfiend in the uh, Discord channel for comparison to like the very blue Arthas looking Death Knight. Yeah. This guy is very much more like 1980s style fantasy art that's like very gray and cloudy, uh, has like four swords. Four like jagged fantasy swords that are holding an orb, so it's clearly like some sort of magic scepter, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leathery wings, huge like irony spiked pauldrons, riding an undead horse. Yeah. His horse is very the movie heavy metal from the eighties. It's actually oh. cool as shit. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Great art. Yeah. So like they also didn't always like fight fair. Like they would use uh, scare tactics. So like. Let's say your best friend is fighting next to you in war and he falls. Uh, they might, like, reanimate him and make him say something very personal to you. Uh, and just, like, freak you the fuck out. Like, take you right out of the battle mindset kind of thing. Okay, uh, yeah. So, yeah, they use... They, the, the mental scars are the ones that never go away. That's, yeah, that's a exactly. good strategy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, most of these Death Knights, like I said, were destroyed um, during the First War and the Second War. They're either killed by the Alliance or transformed into liches by Kill Jaden. I believe I say the, the heavily armored hand-to-hand -hand, like undead knight monks is a very cool concept. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Yeah, they're very strong too. Uh the second generation. So um after like much later, after the second war, this is closer to our Arthas story. Like Arthas is alive, but not the Lich King yet. He's probably on his path to becoming the Lich King at this point. Um, because the plague exists. Uh, Kel'Thuzad has um, planted the plague already in some places, uh, and some paladins are roaming from town to town trying to alleviate the suffering of anyone affected. They're trying to go around with their Dawn dish soap to get rid of the bread plague. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the marketing campaign for that soap would be... Uh less successful if it wasn't an adorable duckling and it was just like someone wearing dish gloves and like uh, a wet loaf of bread <laughs> or like a pox ridden farmer holding a wet loaf of bread <laughs> yep. Yep. um so the the paladins like canonically are not affected by it but the civilians uh kind of alluding to like what we said before in real life uh would shun the paladins they said no no you're the ones bringing the plague you're not the ones curing the plague so get out of, of my town uh, yeah, which and we maybe talked about this on the last Arthas episode is like just knowing like I guess medieval or like dark age uh, medicine and like how limited and batshit crazy it was and then also understanding like modern germ theory probably was like a pretty accurate thing for those townspeople to be saying right because yeah. who's not sheltering at home these these paladins are literally just like the international air travel of the time on Azeroth yep. going from town yeah. to town, yep. like bringing invisible germs. And they're like, yeah, we're immune to disease. They're literally just asymptomatic <laughs> carriers. So yeah. they come in and they don't look anything like them too. Like these dirty little townspeople and then pe people on mounts with like blue and gold armor coming through, yeah. like, like holier than thou kind of people. Um, 
They just didn't. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm much less critical of like a mud farming peasant for uh, in quotes doing his own research than I am of someone who has a phone in their pocket. Let's let's just let's just apples apples and oranges here. That's right? fair. That's fair. Um, so there's a small band of paladins. Uh, they're embittered by society's cruelty. So they uh, come up with their own forum, and they oh. say, we're going up uh, to the plague source. So they uh, hop on a boat, and they go up north on a grueling quest to Northrend. Uh, this is before- and this is, this is before Arthas? This is before Arthas. Oh, okay. So there's other people who went to, to try this. Yeah, because as Arthas, whenever you are uh, still good Arthas... In Warcraft, uh, either two or three, probably three. Three, I think you it is. Yeah. Do have to fight Death Knights before you become one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so these, are, these are the ones that you're fighting. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So they go all the way up to Nerzul's icy fortress in Northrend, um, and on the trip there, they'd become dark and brooding. Uh, it might be kind of like a, a Lord of the Rings type thing, where like the their journey wasn't just their own thought. It was some a magic was influencing them, changing their insides, be, turning them more evil kind of thing. Cause yeah. by the time they're there, they're, they're like not the same happy paladins that were casting cleanse on the peasants. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They only had the Joe Rogan to listen to on the, on the boat ride up. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Came through totally and utterly corrupted. And not yeah. even the full episodes, just the clips from YouTube. So like yeah. no, context, <laughs> no, no context whatsoever. Yeah. Absolutely. The worst, the worst, no context clips you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so Lich King, uh, offers them untold power in the form of, um, fitness supplements, uh, in exchange for their <laughs> services and loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are, 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 are we gonna do we get like a 20% off coupon for Alpha Fell? Is that what we're <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so the weary, vengeful warriors, they accept his dark pacts, and although they retain some of their humanity, their twisted souls uh, were bound to his evil will for all time. Uh, so they get their black vampiric rune blades, their shadowy steeds, and they're the death knights that serve as the Scourge's mightiest generals. And these are the second generation. Um, it's the pre-Arthas, but they're almost the same at this point. Um, okay, so so first generation was Gul'dan. Yeah, which is second like... Second generation was Ner'zhul's. Yeah, and then third will be Lich King Arthas. The Lich, yeah. Which you play as in the game. Yes, and it, there's which, kind of a division between the two because there's a point where they become liberated because why would they yeah. be on the Horde and the Alliance, which we'll get to soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they kind of remind me of the because uh, we did do several episodes about Halo. They do remind me kind of the Spartan program where they are being kind of iterated on as perfect warriors, yeah. but through magic instead of with science, right? It's it's almost like a Witcher trial because whenever you become uh, oh, okay a Death okay. Knight, like the the modern Death Knights, uh, whenever you wake up in front of the Lich King and you make your Rune Blade, it's because you made it through all the trials. Um, and the people who don't make it through, or their souls aren't strong enough, or their bodies aren't strong enough, they get fed to ghouls along the way. And there's a lot of people who don't make it. Yeah, and it's just like interesting because it is like this this idea of like different factions, like or like it is this idea of like iterating on the same like warriors, but it's like different factions doing it. I guess for like the Gul'dan to Nerzul jump at least, right? Like yeah. obviously Arthas being influenced by. Nerzul like merging with Nerzul, but yeah. the Gul'dan like Death Knight really seemed just like 
oh yeah, this guy created them. Nerzul finds them and then decides like, I'm going to do that too. So Nerzul and Gul'dan do have some form of communication. They are connected some way. It's likely that like, and it was retcon that Gul'dan made the first one when Nerzul really did. So I think they retconned it that Nerzul influenced Gul'dan to make it in some way. Okay. Oh, uh, Nerzul is a, is a orc. Yeah. I don't know if I realized that. Yeah. He's a, he was a, the war chief of the horde of Draenor for yeah. a while. So, okay. So he was probably corrupted by Gul'dan at some point to turn into a real Dickums. Yeah, it could be. Or he, a Sargeras might, I don't know the whole story. Cause there's so much, like the root of all evil is kind of Sargeras, I feel like. Uh, so it might've somehow traced back to Sargeras. Cause it could have been Sargeras. It could have been fell demons. It could have been Gul'dan. I don't know enough about Ner'zhul to say. I'm seeing, Ner I'm seeing Ner'zhul was immediately captured by Kil'jaeden when I'm uh, Kil really quickly scrolling through the uh, yeah uh, through the page. So who yeah. knows? Honestly, tune yeah. in next time. Kil'jaeden, I think his boss is Sargeras, but someone yell at me if I'm wrong. But doesn't matter. Yeah. For now, um, Discord link below if you want to yell at Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> there's actually a lot of WoW lore. It goes deep. It's been going long enough and. Uh, even as someone who plays it all the time, I don't know it all. But so years after the destruction of Janor, um, the immensely powerful Lich King creates a new breed of Death Knights, malevolent, rune wielding warriors of the Scourge. So the first of like the Lich King's um, like tier three new ones was was Prince Arthas Menethil. He actually became a Death Knight, but like a better Death Knight. Uh, he was a mighty paladin of the Silver Hand who sacrificed his soul to get Frostmourne, that big, crazy soul. Uh, so oh, yeah, I, I remember the Silver Hand as well, yeah. It, it's all these little, like, hidden lore memories in the back yeah. of my head here. We, had, we also had the Ashbringer episode where we talked about the Mograines. Uh One of the Mograines actually does become a Death Knight, and he wields the Corruption. Uh, yeah, I think so. And he wields the, the Corrupted Ashbringer. And a cool flavor thing, if you go into Naxxramas and you kill um, one of the Mograines, you get the sword, it gets to drop. Let's say you go to an Argent Dawn town. Argent Dawn are like, they hate the Scourge, that's their whole thing. They're against the undead. If you go to an Argent Dawn town wearing the Corrupted Ashbringer, all the NPCs attack you. When they're normally oh. like shopkeepers and stuff, they're like, you're uh, part of the Scourge, we hate you, yeah. Uh, Isn't the episode where he did with, with like the, it was kind of like Red Desert theme with like the tall, like creepy bug dudes? Or is that no, something else? That was, um, that was on Courage. That was the, um, the bug people. Um, this was just you and me, Pete, at my place. Ethan was busy. You came over and we did, um, we did uh, Corrupted Ashbringer. It wasn't like, one of the ones that we had a lot of jokes for. We just talked a lot because it was one-on-one. -on -one. You were sitting on my black couch that I had then, and I was sitting at my uh, table here, and it was just one-on-one. -on -one. I bet you cataloged that for me. <laughs> just, yeah. just like old times. Yeah. 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 I have a memory. Like, most episodes, I don't always remember what we were talking about, but I remember where we were and yeah. where oh, we yeah. were sitting. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And, me, and me, and, me and Peter, before the recording started, just doubting Jamie like an idiot for showing us a picture on his Instagram feed about where it was. <laughs> yeah, we did do, we did do that. <laughs> yeah. It was too dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Prince uh, Arthas Menethil, he becomes... Um, 
Death Knight, if you want to know that whole story, we have two full episodes about it. One of the favorite ones that I've ever done. I read an entire book. I played two games, and I did a ton of research for that one. So if you want the full story of Arthas Menethil, I, I, I did it did it all back then. And also, if you want to like listen to the years before the tablet, one of my favorite uh, pictures that I've ever done for the show as well is Arthas observing the crucified loaves of bread from that from that village. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fantastic. Yeah, Still proud of that one. So yeah, the unlike Gul'dan's Death Knights, who are basically sorcerers or warlocks, these are uh, dark champions with unholy strength, uh, plate armor, um, but they don't possess free will right now. They're entwined uh, by the Lich King's vast consciousness, so they're part of like uh, Lich King Skynet at this point. It's a, okay. it's a well, rule for life, I think, is remove free will. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I haven't read it, but that's from yeah. what I understand. Join the Borg Resistance is Yeah. <laughs> So a quote from Lich King Arthas, this is what you get when you create a Death Knight with that panning shot that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, uh, and this is the final playable version of Death Knights. We're getting to the Death Knights that we know now today, right? So a hero, that's what you once were. You stood boldly against the shadow and purchased another dawn for the world with your life. But the evil you fought is not so easily banished. The victory you claimed, not so easily held. For now, the specter of death looms over the world yet again. And it has found new champions to bring about its final reign. Knights of darkness, wielding runes of death and destruction, bound by the will of the Lich King. This is the hour of their ascension, the hour of your dark rebirth. And that was written originally for when you were supposed to kill your character to be reborn as a, uh, a, That a is Lich. a cool mechanic that I do yeah, way cooler. like. Uh, I know the prestige in... I don't remember Titanfall 1, but Titanfall 2, the prestige mechanic is like straight up rewriting your guys' memories. Like it's called, uh, I don't remember what it's called exactly, but there's like a bunch of things and a bunch of crazy like computer text that goes goes past it. And like we've done episodes about that. And I remember like the Hammond Hammond Robotics is very, very evil and and whatnot. So the the replacing your old personality with like an upscaled, more skilled version of your personality is cool and yeah. just if it just contextualizes leveling up your character that's also cool right yeah. like i like that a lot and i like i said before i love that you get through that does the whole pan and then where are you but you're in Ebonhold facing the lich king himself and he's great at giving you a sword that you're about to enchant with runes and you get to like craft your own sword which you never really get to do unless you're like a blacksmith and it's not like uh uh, like a played up thing it's kind of just it's not a process you, op- you open a menu and you push and you watch the little green bar go to full yeah. and you're like, okay cool sword made you know yeah exactly is the sword you make with arthas part of your character do you level it up with you uh or do it, you just like run the same dungeons and get the same shit as everyone else you do run, yeah you run the same dungeons you get your okay. runic sword just as like the one you get to leave the place with you'll replace it but uh, if you played the Legion expansion in retail, everybody's weapon is uh, an artifact. So likely yeah. you'd get like Frostmourne probably as a Death Knight. I didn't check, but I'm willing to bet that it's Frostmourne. Uh, yeah, you're, are you out of date on retail or did you actually play everything? I played everything. I played everything. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, the, the whole thing for Legion is everyone gets an artifact. So every single class has like one of the, the strongest weapons in the lore. And you level up your weapon rather than replacing your weapon. So you had to get like certain currency to get nose on your weapon, which unlock more things. And did you see what the I... artifact was in Legion? Either 
So there's different ones per class, right? Oh, right, right, right. So Blood Death Knight was Maw of the Damned. Okay. Frost was Icebringer and Frost Reaper. Okay. You had two blades, Blades of the Fallen Prince. Uh... Crafted by the Burning Legion to corrupt the world of Azeroth, the soul-stealing runeblade Frostmourne was shattered by Ashbringer atop Ice Crown Citadel. Okay. Countless souls were freed from the broken blade, but others were fortunate. Today, the shards of Frostmourne can be crafted and infused with even more power. So you get shards of Frostmourne. Basically. Okay, cool. It's like uh, Narsil, the sword from Lord of the Rings. The, mis- uh, the, the way to build Frostmourne in Wrath of the Lich King, too, if you want to get the legendary sword, and I would love to get it on my paladin, but I don't think I'm going to put enough of my life into wrath of lich king to get it this time around because you have to have <laughs> really? a, whole, a whole guild ba- backing you for this kind of thing because as you kill bosses in ice crown citadel which is like the big final Best place monster. you go to yeah where you fight the lich king on his throne um every boss has a chance to drop between like one and three of these shards you have to put all the shards together and then do an epic quest uh but it's kind of nice because it's not like some of these other places where it's like a 1% drop. So you can go an entire expansion and like, in theory, not get it because you only can do it once a week. You always get these little pieces that are building up towards it. So likely a few people in your guild by the end of, uh, we'll of Wrath will have it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, 52 chances at a 1% drop a year is not something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's thumbs down from Pete. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why I've only seen the movie on Netflix. That that, that might yeah. really be. <laughs> You're the one who was just saying you want to get into a new MMO with Jamie over here. For charity, for fuck's sake. He was uh, the one who wanted to drag me over the finish line. Um, yeah, and I guess we'll get to it in a bit, Pete. But like, I think the your rune blade that you make as a... De- player character death knight not leveling up with you is kind of canonized in what jamie was kind of saying like that fourth faction of death knight who's no longer part of the yep. the lich king's hive mind which i, oh, okay. I assume we'll get to enough yeah we're really really close to it actually so yeah like i said you go through a witcher-esque ritual you go through all types of pain and torture to basically experience death and come back to life with a lot of other stuff on the other side and uh like i was singing to myself in the sound check only the strongest will survive. And, <laughs> <laughs> and those two weak, um, they die or they get fed to ghouls along the way, like I said. Uh, one thing that all Death Knights share is they have an addiction of sorts, uh, referred to as the eternal hunger. So they um, need to take painkillers and send out tweets every few hours just doom scrolling <laughs> yeah. uh yeah so it's referred to as the eternal hunger by high lord darian mograin who is one of the four horsemen in naxxramas with the who is equipped with the corrupted ashbringer uh, we talked about him a bit in our ashbringer it's also referred to as the endless hunger uh by dread instructor resuvius who is also in Nextromus. Uh Resuvius had a really fun mechanic where you had to uh, mind control one of his scholars and then taunt him with the scholars. So the tank wouldn't do it. Uh, the priest would effectively be the tank uh, for that fight. Uh, but neat. the mind controls had like a 5% chance of resisting. And if it resisted, it would kill the whole raid and all their world buffs. So I got yelled at a couple times uh, whenever my mind control resisted. <laughs> Unibomber, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I had a, a partner who was another priest because you had to um, pass it Alternate off. For the cooldowns. Cool for the cooldowns, exactly. Um, 
And uh, she would often miss it a lot more than me and get really, really upset and yell at everyone in the race. Like, make it everybody else's problem. I'd be like, ah, sorry, resist, guys, let's do it again. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, anyway. like, why, why are you even pulling? Like, why are they yelling at you? Like, yeah. they just resist. 95% chance to fail. Fuck. You roll a d20. Like, you yeah. Just, yeah. Sometimes, but, like, if sometimes people wouldn't actually resist. They, if you pressed any WASD while you're mind controlling, it would break the spell. Mm-hmm. Um, and some oh, people. So if you ever dropped any wine on your keyboard, it would fuck up. There. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways to to mess it up. There's ways to mess it up. Um, and some people would call that a resist. So people would be sus. But okay, sussy yeah. Bacchus, I got you. Yeah. I can follow. Uh, I can follow. Higher Lord D- Darian Mograine. This is the Four Horsemen. Uh, if mm-hmm. anyone is a big fan of us, might have watched me do this on stream. But uh, you have to separate all four horsemen. It takes eight tanks. You bring all four horsemen to the corner of the room, uh, and each one of the things gives out a debuff like every 15 seconds, and you can only handle up to about four stacks of this debuff, then you have to move. So the healers would stay healing these two tanks here, who would be constantly swapping to not get like too many stacks of the debuff and die. And the healers would heal, 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 four, move to the next one, heal, 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 four. So you're constantly moving in a circle to not get too many debuffs. Uh, if... The tanks let any of them get too close. Raid dies. Uh, if any of the tanks, eight tanks dies, raid dies. Um, if the DPS uh, stand in any of the things that can kill you, every corner has a different variety of things that can kill you. If we don't have enough DPS, the raid dies. Uh, it's one of the hardest things to do, and every single person in the raid is accountable. Uh, so trying to keep 40 people on the internet at 10 p.m. accountable after you've already been playing for two hours... Good luck. Yeah, yeah. James already spilled two bottles of wine on his keyboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an awesome fight, and when it goes well, so fun. You're like, wow, I, I like we just worked together. Everything was went well, but uh, also one that uh, stopped a lot of guilds in their tracks. But not Did me. you beat it? We beat it. We beat okay. everything. We beat Kel'Thuzad himself. Uh, so they're also taking Naxxramas, which was the final um, raid in... Um, classic and they're recycling it because most people like 0.5% of players got into Naxxramas during classic and even fewer than those beat all of Naxxramas because it was so hard back in 2004 when you're on like Ventrilo or whatever like imagine trying to control 40 people on dial-up internet like fuck (laughs) (laughs) dude imagine imagine trying to see one titty on dial-up internet (laughs) it was impossible yeah so we get the first raid that we're gonna get in wrath is actually the last raid in classic so It'll be fun. We're coming back with new gear, uh, new abilities, and we all know the fights. And uh, we'll just, I'm sure, steamroll it. It's gonna. Be... I'm not even worried about like pre-raid bis. I'm just gonna go to raid, and we're gonna be fine. About pre-raid bis being pre-raid best in slot. slot, which is your best gear for each slot. Okay, that's not in a that's, raid. That's fully geared out. Would be. Yeah. All yeah. all bis all bis baby. Yeah. I like my friends who never stop playing through TBC. They're like missing one out of 12 or 14 or however many pieces there are uh, like they have everything is is best in slot but okay yeah um so yeah you get the endless hunger um it was it was coined by those two death knights who uh who you get to actually fight and uh the the hunger is you need to inflict suffering and or death on a regular basis or else you become such great pain um that 
you could go into like a murderous frenzy if you wait too long. Right. So, so you were right earlier. If you don't kill enough people, you might. If you don't, if you don't kill enough people, you might snap and kill a bunch of people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they just keep a guy like tied up next to their bed so they can sleep with like a wheel that just has like a plank with one nail in it, just poking into his back over and over again. Oh, he's like, oh, I can sleep. There's a little bit of suffering yeah. next to me. <laughs> I love this contraption that you've invented in your head. <laughs> it's like it's like a pendulum that just like irritates a man you have strapped up at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's the Ferris Bueller's like when he's like pretending to be in the bed. So like his mom the opens on the door, the board, yeah, the string, yeah. But he's, just, he's actually got the string tied to him. So it's whenever you roll over in bed because you're restless. Yeah. You're starting to get restless because the addiction. Then it pulls the thing and slaps him with a little, uh, yeah. a little thumbtack on a, on like a plastic ruler. Yeah, or you sleep on a bed of people on a bed of nails, so you like roll over okay. to oh, a person. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, like instead of the box, you've got the frame, then the box, and then your yeah. mattress. The the box is uh is peasants on a bed of nails. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. naturally. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have trusted those paladins. This is what happens. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, if you would have let them heal you. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So on the Ferris Bueller thing, do you think they would think to like gallop a horse backwards to try and make it less tired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, after stating the hunger, um. So like right after you're created as a Death Knight, um, you have to duel other Death Knights in a ritual known as Death's Challenge which is born from the Lich King's victory over Illidan's Stormrage in the Frozen Waste, which we covered. Now, is this a that... PvP thing, or is this like a tutorial for the combat? You don't actually have to do it, I don't think. In the oh, moment. okay. I haven't leveled my Death Knight far enough. Maybe there's a point in the starting zone where it's like, kill three um, other players or something, but uh, this is just lore for now. Yeah, oh. I, Ew. I, I vaguely remember it, but I don't think it would be PvP if it was a thing, like... PvP quests were never like they couldn't tie a story progression, especially in the DK campaign. Because like to start as a Death Knight, you like have to do the first couple story missions. Otherwise, it's just like you're in the middle of nowhere. It takes like an hour to walk out of there. Like there's no other quest lines. Okay, really in this like starting zone. Um, so I couldn't imagine they tie it to something that's like oh, if you're on a horde favored server. And you're playing horde. You got to just wait till like alliance players show up and roll a death knight to like yeah. okay. continue, yeah. right? Yeah. Just so if anything, it would just be other like NPC. The only PvP quest that I can think of is in Shadowmoon Valley in the Burning Crusade. You have to kill three players and loot them, which gives you corpses that you have to leave out to like lure a dragon down or something. I've never actually oh, yeah. done it, but I've seen it on stream. Yeah, uh, but it's an optional quest too. It's not something you have to do. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how does a servant of the Lich King become a member of the Alliance or Horde in-game, right? There's, I don't know if this happens in-game, but it must, because you start on the Lich King's, uh, as the Lich King's friend. I need to finish the starting zone, but, uh, there's something called the Battle for Light's Hope Chapel. Light's Hope Chapel is a town, uh, in Eastern Plaguelands, and it's exactly what you would imagine. It is just a chapel. Um, and uh, they go and fight there. It's it's held by the Argent Dawn, which is the people who will attack you if you have the corrupted Ashbringer. Um, mm-hmm. So in betrayal of the Death Knights, the Lich King uh, was going to sacrifice them all to kill High Lord 
uh, Tyrion Ford ring. So he's about to throw a bunch of uh, dead people under the bus. But Tyrion, uh, being the chat he is, he defends Light's Hope Chapel uh, along with the Paladins of Silver Hand. And he pushes back the Lich King and also liberates um, some of the Death Knights. So Free, freeze, freeze them from the Lich King's hold on. Exactly. They still have like the hunger and things like that, but they have their humanity and they can still do good. There's one Death Knight in the lore, I forget his name, who saves his sister even after becoming a Death Knight. Um, Mama Reno boy! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the free Death Knights took the town of uh, Acherus, Acherus, A-C-H-E-R-U-S. Uh, that's the former Scourge City. Uh, they took it from the Scourge and formed the Knights of the Ebon Blade under the command of High Lord Mulgrain. And the Ebon Blade uh, sends all the free Death Knights to their respective factions, either Alliance or Horde, basically all okay. the shows. So, yeah. Yeah, in theory... Don't worry, we, we've freed you from serving in the Lich King's army, but now you can go rejoin your faction army and fight against other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, things are still good. Yeah. They've used the uh, the Dawn soap to to cleanse off the Death Knight stink, and now you've been sent back to your respective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your your little line of ducklings. You're you're yeah. back there, bright there, yellow as the day you were born. Uh, as a fun uh, aside, uh, there is another Death Knight called Baron Rivendare who's still under the Lich King's uh, grasp, and he is the last boss in Stratholm, Undead Side. Okay, so the calling of Stratholm is when you as Arthas killed all the humans, uh, so they wouldn't become Scourge. But now Stratholm is covered in Scourge. And as a Retribution Paladin, something I like to do now is uh, it's my gold run. It's also a mount run that I'm trying to do. Is I go through, I solo Stratholm, which used to be a five-man dungeon in level 60. But at level 70 with all the new Ret Paladin, Ret Paladins are busted right now. Like, <laughs> no one can beat a Ret Paladin. I'm going in and I'm pulling the entire instance. I drop Concentration, with his AoE. I press a button called Divine Storm, which is 125% of my weapon damage and heals me for 25% of that damage done. Uh, like, I just don't die and I kill everything in AoE. And plus, like, all your holy spells are, like, guaranteed to crit on Undead and everything's Undead in there. Uh, so I just run this thing, like, four times an hour. I make uh, about 200 gold an hour and I get a chance at a 1% mount every time I do it. And, and my, still no, though. I don't have, I've done 29 runs. Uh, okay, I have, so I Mr. Mr. Moneybags, but no pony. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm past 10,000 gold, so I'm getting ready for Lich King. I'm, I think I'm pretty much ready now. I remember the economy. It's like 100 copper is one silver, and 100 yeah. silver is one gold, and you have 10,000 gold. Yeah. 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 I mean, from, from classic, copper never really mattered. Like, it's, they could have made... Yeah like copper worth more but because of the auction house like it is kind of supply and demandy at a certain point so okay yeah. hyperinflation took a place too. like there's like bots accounts blizzard doesn't get rid of the bots because they're paying monthly fees uh so they don't care um so basically and then you can go to a gdkp which is uh gold uh well it's kind of long to explain the D We've DKP used to be dragon kill points. You would do things in your guild to earn dra dragon kill points, which would be your currency to buy gear. But now gold is the currency. Everyone goes in, uh, and some let's say something nice drops, you can leave with like thirty thousand gold a piece. Like everybody, because enough people have spent money, and everybody has so much money on the server. Money's worth so much less that uh, you can. I know someone who spent a hundred thousand gold on the two glaives from Illidan. Uh, you could spend a ton of money and everything's inflated. A lot of people went to fresh servers because the gold's not inflated yet. Um, 
but it really is just like a window into the society i'm so glad we did like wow episodes before the pandemic and then now afterwards just to be like yeah. oh yeah wow just is real life yeah i, 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 it's, I get it's it it's a cool i mean all mmos and like wow maybe the most because it's like the most successful yeah. in a lot of by a lot of metrics right yeah. uh, in terms of like player base and stuff but it's such a cool like sociological yeah just experiment or not even an experiment yeah. but just like a sociological like window you know that you could just like look at how people react when you take certain restrictions off check out yeah, the corrupted I, I, blood incident from august yeah. 2019 if you're interested yeah, m- might in be too idea. real <laughs> yeah. i i do like the fact that like I, i'm trying to think of an anthropologist it's just like do i want to like embed myself with a tribe of people who still eat other people or do i want to embed myself with people who play wow i'm just like Mm, it's a call. a coin Close. for that one. Close, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the events just finished um, with the Wrath of Lich King coming out. We're in pre-patch, which means you have access to all of the uh, skill trees that will be at level eighty, but you're only level seventy. So through strategic ways of like you can plan build, your build, you can plan your build and also get access to things that only exist in Wrath of Lich King. So we're effectively po- more powerful at level seventy right now than we would have been in uh, TBC. But anyways, there was an event where um, there is uh, infected bread in one of the port cities, Booty Bay. And if someone eats the bread, then they can uh, take a teleport to a main city and as a zombie attack other people or blow themselves up, which infects everyone around them. And you have to have either a druid or a paladin who can cure diseases to get rid of this. And it's a 10 minute buff debuff on you. If you don't get it off in 10 minutes, you too turn into a zombie who then infect people. So what it turned into is like you go into a room where there's quest givers and there's literally 200 zombies there. Like <laughs> like everyone is a zombie and then there's trolls who are like taking um, queuing for PvP battlegrounds and then exploding while we're waiting for the gates to open. So all 40 <laughs> of us are zombies who cannot mount up and the other team is fine. Uh, <laughs> I got I got turned into a zombie by a rogue named Bobka. Uh, anyone who plays a lot of WoW will know that's uh, a fantastic rogue who's been at the top of the charts since like the beginning of Classic, even before then. Uh, and I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm I'm nerding out. Like this is like a really big WoW player. And he turned me into a fucking zombie and didn't reply to my whisper. I'm like, thanks, dude. <laughs> but that finally just ended uh, yesterday. Thank God, because you could not do anything in any major city. Uh, <laughs> Um, so that was Death Knights. If you guys want to play, um, Wrath of the Lich King, a great place to jump in and get to level 70 in time to start Wrath at the end of the month. You could start off as, uh, Death Knight. There's 50% extra experience until the game comes out too, so you can also level up really quick. Not that I should be selling anything more for dis- for Blizzard, but anyways, no, I like it. I'm having fun. Amy needs his breast milk, dude. Let's, let's go. Do, yeah. do you like Peter and play on a private server in your friend's basement in 2007? That's all the world of Warcraft. Yeah, you need. yeah, yeah. That's 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 the only that's the only way I endorse it personally. They're yeah. banning so many people lately. Uh, I have to say, I do not condone. I Unicef Wow do not condone. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case, yeah. scouts on. Um, yeah. So, so Ethan, take cool. it away. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you guys want to help the show, you can leave us a review or just tell your friends about us. Um, Peter, is there anything exciting going on in the Instagram world these days? 
it's at lore boys podcast on instagram if you want to check out any of the artwork or send us dms i know a lot of people have been doing that recently i think uh i i kind of don't give instagram enough credit i guess as a social media site but uh thank you to everybody who reaches out via instagram and also hello i'm sorry if i miss your messages they get filtered out um and also, I guess, like, comic-wise, because I know some people are uh, waiting for that, the comic that I've been working on for the past couple of years, uh, I have enough done now where I think I sent my publisher a message last week. I think we're going to start putting together some kind of teaser, like in black and white, or maybe a little teaser video, whatever mm. they want to do, but there is enough stuff to get that rolling. Of course, that also depends on them and what they're also working on, and then me and my job and whatnot. So look forward to it, but as with everything on the Lord Boys, uh, maybe look forward to it uh, slowly, uh, I think would be the, the best the best way to do that. Look, it's hard to be a creative and hold down a job, okay? We've yeah, said it yes, before, it we'll is. keep yeah. saying it. It uh, is, it is, it is. Jamie, is there anything you wanted to plug, my little creative butterfly? Oh, uh, no, yeah. just come hang out in the Discord. Uh, you get to see all the, the memes that we talk about. We often post it in there. Um, and if you're a patron sub, uh, there's extra secret channels where you can see all of the uh, stuff where we hang out. I and usually... Not just the patron sub, but a patron top too. Like, whatever. <laughs> money, just, money, baby. <laughs> yeah, I try and be uh, especially active for the folks who are supporting the show. So if you want to really get uh, some attention from the lore boys, you want um, us to uh, really look at you and tell you to clean your room, then... Um, <laughs> come over to the prime folks we uh were acting like david's da dad in the prime folks channel the other day yep. uh today <laughs> thank <laughs> the link to the description is in the uh or the link to the discord excuse me is in the description of this episode the link to the description is right here and it's just down below my friends scroll down <laughs> um yeah you can uh join us there uh if you want to support the show and become a patron patreon.com slash the lore boys where you can get access to panels that jamie was talking about I posted, uh, what, six pictures of me trying on various glasses for Jamie, <laughs> and we're going to have the people vote from those six glasses, and Jamie will have to buy that those glasses. So. <laughs> and keep in mind, these guys have different faces, so that is going to be... That's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, patreon.com slash loreboys if you guys want to support. We'll, we'll check you at the top of the show. Uh, we have some discussions there, and we post some bonus content like... A mysterious uh, clock with three equal length hands uh, that is slightly offset and no numbers. We'll yeah. let y'all figure it out uh, tomorrow. One of the I bonus do want to shout out. I do want to shout out Patreon overall. Uh, big, 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 big thank you to all the patrons. I think uh, based on like our listen, our listener to Patreon ratio or patron ratio is what I think is suspiciously high. So like, thank you to everybody who supports the show. I think this is like very, very good. I'm glad that we've cultivated like a Don't make it sound like we're rich community. or nothing. Like it's not that high. Like we got a lot of good people, but it's we're not, not a, we're not yeah. a, but we're not a big show either. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. like, thank you to all the support. It's like, yeah. it's great. Guys, I, guys, I, we, we, got this up. we got that lunch with Bezos and Zuckerberg in a bit. Okay. <laughs> oh, can we, can we, can we hurry this up a bit? Honestly, yeah, yeah. kind of, yeah. kind of dragging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Thanks, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more time. That's patreoncom slash If you want to listen to that, uh, and if you guys don't trust Patreon, if you think that we are getting paid too much, then of course we do have uh, Lore Boys Prime, something that we've always had from day one uh, that you guys can support. So uh, it should be no secret that Jamie, the uh, psychologist of the group, got his degree <laughs> in psychology, uh, has been running some experiments on me and Peter, uh, and has uh, established that each of us is either a cannibal tribe or a group of world of warcraft players uh so <laughs> we're not going to tell you guys which one's which maybe we're both cannibals maybe we're both world of warcraft players 
Uh, but we need people to sign up to uh, come to Pete's Barbecue and come to my, my barbecue. And we won't say what's on the menu, but it might involve a little bit of playing World of Warcraft with me, maybe eating people with Peter. Um, so uh, to get in touch with us, of course, uh, we don't have a P.O. box, um, but you can just uh, put your uh, precious goods in a basket, float them down the river like the baby Moses. Yep. And uh, if the movie, the Warcraft movie taught us anything, it's that they will get there. They yeah, will get to us. Either that or you can leave a box of bread uh, with your message in a busy uh, sea, like a seaport or something like that. Someone will open yeah. it up. Go to your local seaport, your your local yep. pirate hole, pirate watering hole in a seaport, and leave some old bread. Yep. And we'll get the message. Yell uh, positive intentions into a po- into a public mailbox. That's also fine, and they'll mm-hmm. make it to us. Yeah, yep. exactly. Uh, Gary, the postman, knows me well, yep. uh, and I think that would constitute a lore boys. Lore boys. Out. Out. Most people are idiots, man. They don't know how to win, you know? Like, (laughs) just because three idiots reported me doesn't mean I should be banned. They don't know how to play the fucking game, dude. Like, (laughs) oh my god. Yeah. I love Jamie's MMO salt. The real real gamer moments that come out everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.